And it's 2023 here on Planet Collingwood, because we follow the same calendar as the Earth. Let's be fair, it's just easier. Welcome to Revolution Radio Studio A. My name is Monty Dean. This is the Open Roundtable on Wednesday at 2am. I call it Planet Collingwood because I can. It's me taking the piss out of uh, Planet Hollywood. Most people think I'm dumping on Collingwood, but Collingwood's one of those inner city lefty greeny type. Yeah, actually, fair enough. Uh, if you enjoyed the last two hours, please go to freedomslips.com and click on the Patreon button and give what you can because we're 100% listener supported. So thank you if you have uh, helped the station stay on air for the last 11 years. We are in our 12th year. I've done the math. And this, yes, we're in our 12th year. So uh, we're not going away anywhere. Well, some may go away if they do the wrong thing, but you know the station's still here, so that's a testament. One of the longest-running crowdfunding projects on the internet until someone tells me I'm wrong. Sounds good. That's all I'm saying. Uh, once you're at the website, uh, which is freemslips.com, just to remind you again, uh, you click on the ma- uh, merchandising or uh, swag or whatever you know, stuff to buy and see what you like, T-shirts and mugs and caps and everything else like that, and then pop into the chat room. Uh, which is going, actually, there are people talking for a change, but I'm sure we'll put an end to that from the laughter so much they can't reach their keyboards. Now, someone, some people that can reach their keyboards because they're actually joining the the call are just the usual suspects. We have Bruce, Raz, and Cortec. Gentlemen, how was your calendar day? Yeah, real good. Was all right. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, actually, uh, dear listener, if you can actually send money to Planet Collingwood so I can buy some cocaine for my guests, because it's getting really thin now. I'm really happy to be here. It's fun. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it's, it's yeah. the awakening. It's sticking a tool yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Yellowstone, and I say horse shit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That is horse caca, my friend. <laughs> but yeah, these days it's like, you know, before you went Nunia and everyone was all jumpy. Now everyone's like, oh, what's happening? It's Nunia already. But last month was January. No, that was like 11 months ago. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, people don't know how to time okay. travel. That's all it is. And I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired too, but I can still push that aside and be bouncy and happy and jumpy. You yeah, you yeah. do now, Raz. I don't know if anyone's told you this before. Heavy sarcasm, uh, but you do create your own life. <laughs> so if you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So if you come across as like, oh well, you know, I I got up from the couch and I'm tired from the move. I mean, really, the the <laughs> the environment around me, I still fairly know me, you know, and uh, sometimes you just have to be a little bit know me for them, in case you break their mind. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's practice. I mean, do you think Gandalf goes around talking about the the Eldar all the time? No, he hangs out with hobbits. And he likes a good smoke. And Nelly said fag, but you know, <laughs> that's problematic, that word. Because <laughs> I didn't mean cigarette and pipe and smoke and so on and so forth. So, yeah, you know, English. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, English. And he was created by an Englishman, yes. Through morphology, which is interesting. He's, but what I'm getting at is... you're best friend is a smuggler... And they live in a 15-minute shire. So, yeah. Yeah, but he also hangs out with elves and men and dwarves and, you know. No, but the the shire is essentially the best 15-minute city. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, there's that term. There's that term. 15-minute city. I think the shire is divided into six parts. 
Like the Baggins can only reach other Baggins. Yeah, you do realise it's a fictional story, and quite frankly, it's easy on the oh. writing. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. We, if it were based it on real on. life, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go visit my uncle and auntie, which is a six-day ride. Or he lives on the other side of the hill. Which are you going to do? For the, wait for the article that says, why Tolkien's Shire is the best 15-minute city. And then someone's writing a whole text about it. Oh, there I'm will sure be an article. they probably will. There's no alcohol. There's no um, electricity. There's a there's the the green dragon and there's um, short fat people. So I can see the upside to it. But also, you're forgetting, in the book and the movies, they don't really point out all the work to get all the ale and the the yeah. the food and, like, and the weed. Yeah, yeah, they're farmers. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's just what's going to break you. They may go, oh, it's the best 15 minutes. Like you know, they're farmers. Oh yeah, well, just cut that story down. Thanks. You just pull that. Um, we don't need people thinking that they could, you know, um, survive by themselves. themselves. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, that may remind them that we've been doing this for 700,000 years. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh no! Uh, uh, while there's a almost lull, but you know, the, we'll keep the lull, lull at bay. Uh, Cortec, uh, you familiar with the uh, music store Sanity here in yes. Australia? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, they're closing up all their physical stores. Uh, there's 50 left, and they'll be closed by April this year. Hmm. They're moving just to online because I think it's taken that long. Yeah, but also on the flip side, uh, they did they do point out it's like oh, uh, music consumption is more digital now, and you know there's not that much um, physical media to sell, and it's like maybe you should have gone into vinyl then. As usual, they are so wrong. Yeah, first time in 35 years, vinyls overtaken, you know, you know whatever format people like these days which is kind of cool <laughs> well it's down to streaming that's the problem that's like uh but eventually some part of streaming is gonna like um a friend I of guess... mine shared a, a a list of all the stream streamers and uh, streamers yay party uh platforms that stream music and spotify is terrible but it's the most popular uh interesting enough napster was the highest paying stream platform yeah you got it right the first time yeah, if you think about it, it's that's the irony we're in. Napster <laughs> paid more than the rest of them. I mean, that's what's so attractive about Rumble, though, isn't it? There's no, you know, carrot in front of your nose. If you put out content there, people like it and rumble off and give you little rumble ticks, you're earning money straight away. Is that right? I believe so, if you're popular enough. Yeah, I'm up to 17 cents. It's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 17 cents more than YouTube. So, you know. It's good. Or, you know, um, no, I was not going to say the <laughs> Hebrew Jew. Anyway, uh, <laughs> actually, apparently um, uh, YouTube, in their infinite wisdom, there are 16,000 words you're not allowed to say in the first eight seconds of your video now. It's, uh, they're not going to make the world a better place by making more rules. And they're, no, they're, no. They're already, in the, they're already in the naughty corner for their uh, censorship in the last yeah. couple of years, you know, yeah. people don't really think they're that great. They're great for tutorials and stuff like that, but no one who wants current information or news is going to YouTube to get it. You just can't well, no, get it there. No. Well, I'll just go through the numbers again. 16,000 words that you're not allowed to say in the first eight seconds of your <laughs> YouTube video. That is quite laughable. And as I said, I've watched way too much Yellowstone in the last week. I'm up near the end of halfway through season five. 
I started at season one. I've what's even some, watched. What's some I, more cussing words they use? That's uh, epic. Yeah, ten episodes. Epic I even watched. Monty. You know, you know, there's two spinoffs, right? Eighteen ninety nine and nineteen twenty three. I watched eighteen eighty three. Yes. Oh, 1883. Yeah. So, uh, and, um, 1923 is pretty good too. I mean, uh, um, Harrison Ford is the lead in TV and, um, that famous British female actress, she she was in the last two fast and furious (laughs) is playing. Oh, Helen, Helen, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. Helen Mirren. Yeah. She played the queen. I enjoy a good Yellowstone yarn myself. Well, I mean, I'm watching um, 1883, and I think it's episode two or three. It's early in the season, and, and there's a flashback, and I want to give too much away, but I'm watching it and going, that's Tom Hanks. They've got Tom Hanks in for one scene, for a flashback. <laughs> wow. And I think that the thing is um, her, um, her Tom's wife, uh, Rita, is hired later on. So maybe that's that, but that's the caliber of you know storytelling. It also the Yellowstone's is just growing because every time they have, like usually they they have a peak and they start losing audience members, but um they they're increasing. Uh, I think the debut of season three was nine million, um on the first day. The debut of season four was twelve million. It it's I know about Yellowstone. Because I uh, I saw it somewhere like um, someone mentioned it somewhere, but it made it to commercial radio when I was working at the warehouse. There was ads for it. That's how big it is, and it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. If you're wondering, are there any frontier uh, cuss words we can take away from this? No, no, they're all very up to date. Fiddlesticks. Yeah, you carpet bagger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, but it, it's if you like a good yarn, good drama, uh, it's worth worth the watch. And if you don't like it, mm-hmm. don't watch it. You know, free will. <laughs> Just apply it. But yeah, there's a reason. I mean, Kevin Costner uh, is the main lead in Yellowstone, and you know, if you got Harrison Ford, who looks like he should be in a museum, a hey, Indiana Jones joke. Hey. Uh, hey, that's supposed. To, yeah, apparently that's supposed to come out, and it, it looks like it's going to flop harder. Than me taking my pants off. Hey. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, uh, Bruce, did you uh, hear about um, if you want to go to Venice, you're gonna have to pay a tax now or something like that, or 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 Canadians are, or this European tax business? No, no. Well, I'm just before. Just, I'll, 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 I'll add this. Uh, I'll add this and see if it's because Cortec. Obviously, you've read the article because you like to share them on air, which is very hard to do on air show while reading articles. Uh, apparently, Canada, because uh, I don't recognise the country you're from, uh, Bruce. Uh, that's Canada. What we're seeing is Canada because it's just gone batshit crazy. So there's the, that's the difference now. So Canada are banning foreign foreigners to own housing. Uh, and so it could be a tit for tat type thing because you know um, Justin Trudeau, uh, whatever his name, um, Castro, however, however you say it, yeah, is just nuts. So that usually it's usually how it goes tit for tat in these uh, political spats, isn't it? Yeah. Well, remember when George Bush Jr. said, "Oh, we're going to change the name of uh, thinly cut, deep fried potato slithers to Freedom Fries instead of French fries." <laughs> 
yeah. Just just fries, you <laughs> moron. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. There's so, nothing yeah. to see in Europe. Highly <laughs> yeah. overrated. Yeah, go yeah, to the, Montana. Yeah, there's no history. Yeah, and if you want to see real history, go to Montana. It hasn't changed <laughs> for over a century and a half. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't started watching AA 1923. Apparently, there's going to be um, a Four Sixes spin-off, and this is spinning. There's going to be the Yellowstone universe uh, because it's so popular. And everything's going cowboy, man. I'm the only one on the show who's got three saddles. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I have you guys, electricity. You guys ride, man. Did you guys ride? <laughs> I have, a, I have a BMX. It has three gears. Um, sit down, stand up, and coast. Yeah. I got, mine's got four yeah. gears. Mine's got jump as well. That's not a gear. Well, that's just... Hop. Yeah, that, yeah. it's not a gear. That's a trick. It's, it's a, my, it's a, a state of very... Sorry, Brent. There you go. No, hey, no problem. There's a very unique muscle group that riding a horse works. Like, you've got to get used to it. it, it you know, and... It's it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but it, it's fun when you get used to it and you can get places that you can't get any anywhere else except walking. And um, I mean, everybody I live with has a horse except the crackheads, um, but they borrow yeah. horses. Sometimes. They, everybody they sold the horse. horse for crack. That's why <laughs> yeah, you, got any, you got a nice rock. I've like, got a horse outside again. Yeah. All right. Take it into the barn. All right. <laughs> There's crack not dealers a have barns in Costa Rica. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't use barns here. Um, the the horses are just outside. I mean, a few. We have a corral. <clears throat> a few of my neighbors have corrals, but um, yeah, not a day goes by that I don't see at least one person riding by on a horse here, man. And that's um, a lot of fun. But you gotta. That animal has to be respected, man. I mean, last year when my son was here, one of the horses got away on him and man it, he was scared shitless like it's scary when a horse just bolts man usually when they get close to home and especially yeah. if you bought treats yeah. if you bought treats or something like they know there's something at the house and there's going to be something in it for them for like taking your fat ass out for three hours <laughs> they just when they get near the house they bolt and it, I, there is no other animal on the planet that you can build a better relationship with than a horse. I mean, I like to think I have a good relationship with my dogs and stuff, and I do. But a horse, like the 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 best person in my family for handling horses is my wife. Like she's just like a master. They, it's like they do exactly what she tells them to do. I try to repeat what she does, and it's just like, <laughs> f you, Gringo. It's just like no way, man. You know, it's a lot of fun, though. A lot of fun horseback riding. They are big beasts. Yeah, they are. Well, they're not as big over here as the ones in Montana. Like the North American horses are a much bigger breed. The horses over here are about maybe 75% the size. But they're the horses have to be more dexterous here and a bit smaller. Just some of the mountain trails you go on. Like, and the thing that amazes you the most is their is their footwork, like their dexterity. You really can't appreciate it till you ride. I mean, they never miss a step, man. You think, oh, I'm gonna have to get off and walk the horse through that, and nope, they just go right through it, and you're going, that's amazing, you know. But when I watch, because I've done quite a bit of horseback riding up here, when I watch something like Yellowstone, I just 
it's really crackling like god fucking knows what how's that way That's better theory, yeah <clears throat> way better yeah so I, I, I gotta reset this mic quite a bit i think it's the computer but um when i watch like yellowstone and they go on like if you if, if you're right up to season five now monty they have to go on like a three like a, like a three-month horseback ride to get the horses to different pastures down around texas and um I mean, to be on a horse like eight, nine, 10, 12 hours a day, every day. I mean, this is what I mean, where there's a special like muscle group you have to develop. Like for us, like normal people who don't ride all the time, you go out for two hours, you're not walking straight for like two days. Like you're, you're, you're bowlegged and you're stiff on your inner thighs. And, and it's the way, it's the way the stirrups work. It's a very, you know, you know, that it's thing in gymnastics. You know, the rings, the iron bar that people do like that. It's like that for your inner thighs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because uh, yeah. the show has been going on that long. <laughs> it does explain everything of like um, like one of the uh, Carter. I think his name is they, they get a boy um, uh, starting out as the lone man, uh, one of the hands. And like, do you know how to ride? And like, no. And so there's a scene of how they ride, and you have to bounce with the horse instead of against the horse because you know, you know, testicles. Uh, and yeah. uh, I was explaining to a friend, uh, how, but yeah, Yellowstone could be made in Australia. The only difference is would be less gunfire because we have the same type of cowboy. Uh, it's not cowboy uh, rich, but we still have drovers and, and stockmen and cattle, and it's all exactly the same thing. There's just less uh, weaponry. More weapon. Well, if you watch the show, you'll understand what I mean. And it's not cowboys shooting each other out. <laughs> it's all the because it's modern day. So you have militia and SWAT and so on. And for, uh, the the livestock agents and um, uh, I do like how uh, the uh, Native Amer- I, I I don't like the term Indian because they're not Indians, they're Americans. But the Native Americans, the way they're um, portrayed uh, on the res. Yeah. See, I've picked up the lingo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool show, man. I'm uh, I'm um, I'm pretty uh, pretty happy with it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's uh, created by Taylor Sheridan, I think his name. He's a uh, he got disillusioned with acting, so he started writing all these stuff. And he's he's created. Uh, this is just one of the latest things he's done. And he wrote and directed the entire first season. And uh, he knows what he's doing. He actually plays um, Travis, the the horse trading guy. Uh, if you need a face to it, and uh, it's uh, some people say a lot of conservatives like the show because oh look, it's a conservative show and it's all about a red state. And he's like, no, it's about cowboys. It's it's it don't add political side to it. It's just it's got that um, politi- political leaning. There's hardly any wokeism in it at all. And if it is, in a way, it's treated respectfully. So those those Yellowstone dudes, they could have gotten that MacBook Pro down here faster by horseback than those UPS bastards. I'll tell you that right now. Still, <laughs> yeah, not, still not. Uh, no, man. You should you should le- you should read the tracking number thing. You could go insane. It's like the same message repeated. Like, okay, now it's now it's warehouse scan. Now it's uh, you know consulting with a non UPS vendor warehouse scan contacting receiver or importer for clearance and and they just keep for three weeks they've just kept repeating the same exceptions like every second day or something it's ridiculous ridiculous. but it'll be it'll be here sooner or later yeah sean david morton sent me a book in april 
apparently. I still haven't, <laughs> still haven't got it. I, I hope it's really? somewhere on the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> on top of it, not at the bottom of it. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> uh, I, ever since the pandemic, where uh, apart from everyone freaked out and there was probably labor shortages, but most places have gone, oh, well, this is going to, you know, I don't know, we're leaving the country. It's going to cost you twice as much the item that we're selling. Uh, I looked into buying some CDs from the Metallica website and the uh, the postage was more than two CDs that I was going to buy. It's hard to justify it then, isn't it? Well, it's not Metallica's fault. It's just USB. Uh, I, I did order um, something by Metallica. That's a different conversation. Uh, but uh, UPS just said, oh, no, you can. There's a, we only have the custom uh, level now. And it was like forty nine dollars for a t shirt for a long sleeve t shirt and a CD. That's forty nine US. It's gouging like everyone else. Well, not everyone else, because like there's other places, but there that, that, that's where it is. And I mean, you've heard Bruce's testimony. <laughs> it's just you appear. There's not many people. And uh, <laughs> well, uh, Cortec, did you notice on Boxing Day that petrol went up thirty cents? It's ridiculous. I mean, it usually does go. It rises up a smidge, but yeah, it's it's gouging everywhere. And I think it, it, the, the Bruce laptops probably have taken so long just because they don't know how to install Pegasus on it or something like that. There's a massive spyware scandal at the moment from the people, uh, you know, your your Israeli kind of spyware leading spyware company who uh, make stuff like Pegasus. And uh, people not they too happy about it. it. They installed it in here. It was really, really funny. I mean, we had a national problem with it. Like a bunch of uh, engineers and Indian engineers just showed up and started installing this. And uh, <clears throat> when they asked the minister, what's, what, what's up with this? The minister's like, oh, we're just regulating data flow. Because... If if the data flow is too high, your laptop can explode, and the whole <laughs> it's your nation, alternator. What's wrong with the yeah, car? The, the whole nation made fun of him for being an absolute idiot. Yeah, well, you but, know that, yeah. that that luddite term's being you know taken into a positive by some kids who don't want to get on the well, iPhone, but uh, yeah, you don't you're want your West. your people who are trying to create policy around this to not know what they're talking about. If you're in the West, every node at the uh, undersea cable has Pegasus in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, what's but, uh, the illicit use of spyware in Europe is comparable to the Watergate scandal. They're saying it's not a matter of a few isolated incidents where some governments have crossed the line. It's a widespread system that centers around Europe. Uh, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's in more systems than not in systems so yeah but not to be well i'll be cynical uh in this day and age will anything happen because like yeah look the twitter files that have been released um the the times did that article about how they fortified the 2020 election in the u.s yeah uh what i'll do it's on the top of the top of my brain um what else is going on that great um, that great meme where the Twitter files is on the with the big iceberg, Twitter files is on the top. Then you have a look at all the other tech company, excuse me, tech companies underneath that you know would have these files of uh, being coerced to cover things up by the CIA. Same thing again. Well, yeah, uh, as well, you know, all the work that Project Veritas has done, where they went out and got evidence. What a wacky idea for journalists to do, I tell you. There's still no one uh, in jail though, is there? 
I don't know exactly. Like, I mean, that's sort of like to the cut the like. Oh, this has happened. Uh huh. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens. I mean, <laughs> no, um, I'm 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 not a big fan. I'm not not. I know of Andrew Tate, but that's about it. I don't know if he's hardcore Nazism eats babies or whatever, or he just likes to go to the gym and and says some things. Uh, but he got arrested apparently in Romania for tra- uh, human trafficking, and it's like, even. It's got to the level that even Kevin Sorbo, Hercules, comes out and says, like, isn't it fascinating everyone's losing their mind over Andrew Tate about um, him being arrested for human trafficking, but no one wants to talk about the Epstein list. Yeah. And the, this yeah. Whole, the, the fact that uh, Greta's being defended so hard, you know, is this like she has to be this poster girl of this, you know, climate lockdowns and 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 carbon taxes. Like she's just been defended so hard, and she comes and, and and he's kicked off for misogyny. But then she says something that is, you know, I guess it because most people don't know the opposite to a misogynist is a misandrist when a girl does it, but it's equally not as good. And she, and she's applauded for saying shit like that, you know. Well, yeah, that's that's the um the small mindedness of it, like um the the Australian comedian Hannah Gatsby, like the the trick to find out about sexism is you swap the sexes. Yes, sorry, there's only two. Just ruin your life there. I'm sure there's four, fifteen genders, but there's only two sexes. And so she does a lot of jokes of man hating, and she goes, "They're just jokes, fellas." So like, all right, well, I'll just turn them into women jokes and just watch, and I'll watch you explode because you call them sexist. Yeah. Yeah, it's that equality thing. Yeah, I get in trouble for that. Because yeah, you know, like, well, remember that. <laughs> remember that idiots. Uh, I'm turning into Raz. You know those idiots. Uh, they, uh, anti-racism is means um, attacking white people. No, it's it's not. <laughs> but that, that's that's anti-racism would be love. I think I'm <laughs> just. But that's that's the the thing of our oh, white people control the world, they've destroyed the world, they're colonized, blah blah. blah. You know, they're, they're the latest. I mean, Genghis Khan is not white. Yeah, Sorry to smash the illusions. I think a lot of women will only feel justified if they have like ten years of oppressing other people. I think there's a whole yeah, we haven't achieved a, anything until we're oppressing people yeah, mentality yeah, that's yeah. still going around. Yeah, but that sounds so male. That's the other thing. Instead of actually finding equality, <laughs> I take they, offense at that. <laughs> well, so like I well yeah I'm I'm a feminist, so you believe in equality. Oh no no no, we're going to get in charge and do exactly the same things that you've done to us for the last fifteen years. Well, that's so male of you. <laughs> it's not about, you know, because then, I, okay, fine, for the next 200 years, the women can act like the men. And so you'll have suffrage for men in, in 180 years, and the cycle repeats. How about we, oh, I think, oh, I'm going to stop there. Race seems to be, no, pretty, no. Like, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, let's go no, on. No, it's true what you're saying. It's true, it's like a cycle, you know. You pick on uh, a guy, then then they become the victim. They scream special rights. Then they go become someone else. Then there's someone else become the victim. They scream special rights. It's your your special rights always get outclassed by someone who you know has even more special special rights than you. The minority uh, Olympics. It's like, well, I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, I'm. Uh, I think Raz wins because he's not Caucasian. I, I could be wrong here. He wins the uh, uh, minority Olympics here on Planet Collingwood. Um, if we had a if we had a lady on, I don't know. She I, don't would know I, I don't know if you guys know about it. Well, hold on, this... I'm. Uh, I'm pretty much Costa Rican now, man. I'm pretty much Latino. No, uh, I, I you're an species. Species. Look at this gringo, everyone. 
Mm-hmm. What a mustache, man. I'm pure Tico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, you lose point when it comes to the dog. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, the, 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 yeah, people are out um, woke each other. It's like, yeah, well, I'm um, a non-binary uh, amputee that has uh, mental issues, and so I need more. And you know, it's all that type of things. Like, yeah, cool. Um, can I just have my Slurpee and leave the Seven Eleven, please? <laughs> <clears throat> spend more time actually doing what you're supposed to be doing and getting my coffee rather than talking <laughs> to your dyed hair friend and looking moody. I'd be out of here already. Yeah, this is not Clerks 4. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. yes. There's something I wanted to say there about this Andrew Tate thing. Um, I was reading a lot of Syrian girl uh, and, and, and she posted a lot of things. Andrew Tate is part of the whole Israeli trafficking thing, you know, it's he he he's in deep. He's what we call a, a Romeo pimp of sort. And his job is to just pimp these girls, uh, especially in nations that are very lax when it comes to consent laws. And that's what he does. And and he was very open about it, because if you look at uh, if you listen to that's anything right. Andrew Tate talks about, he's quite um, he's quite easy going about the whole thing. I mean, this is a guy who's talking about beating women and raping women on air in the West without any form of fear. He, he has some deep connection going on. Uh, he got, uh, he got arrested and he got bailed on the same day. I mean, he, he'll, he'll be out in no time. He didn't look but that concerned if, being uh, escorted over the zebra crossing with cops. He didn't look that concerned at all. No, he just became a worldwide sensation thanks to all the, the, you know, the feminists and all the idiots uh, out there. But the thing is, uh, this guy's going to walk free. If, if, if they do feel the need to nail him, it will be later on when he becomes a Zoom icon. If, if he's becoming too much of a pro-man icon, then they're going to nail him hard. Uh, so far, they're not going to do anything to him because he hasn't done anything that they haven't done. Mm. Yeah, or or so. are doing currently, yeah. So and Andrew... Hunter Biden still walks the earth free, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. keeping it balanced there. Bush and Blair are still not in uh, jail. Yeah, actually, that's a Stephen uh, Steve Hughes uh, re- uh, routine, where it's like, I hate you, or no, I hate Backstreet Boys. Really, Bush and Blair are still alive. You, you hate a boy band. <laughs> Focus. <clears throat> Channel it's... your energy at a better one. Mind you, um, these are the type of people. Like, I mean, I hate Darth Cheney, and he probably sucks the energy out of you because he knows what he's doing. Uh, Russia's claiming uh, incursions from the uh, U.S. proxy war into Belarus up in the north and Donetsk mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. east. Yeah, it's been 11 months. Don't care. <laughs> Sorry, like it's World War Three. Yeah, you said that it's been going on for eleven months. It's not World War Three. It's just do a robbery. something. It's a robbery. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, the no. thing is, when it comes to this whole Russia thing, if there's one thing to be uh, to be noted here, like like Gonzalo uh, Lira said, their military prowess and and what they've done militarily will be taught in military schools later on because they've done. Uh, and an insane job. If they wanted, they could have carpet bombed the place, but they didn't. Oh, you they mean go American? Slow, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like 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 Americans, but they didn't. 
They did a completely new strategy. They used uh, Russian knives when Americans wouldn't use American knives. They'd just go up and bomb the whole place and then have people dig pebbles and then rubbles in there and put some yellow hat and, and orchestrate a chemical attack and do all kinds of things. But they didn't do any of those. They just went in classic tanks, a bunch of uh, Vatniks, a bunch of vodka, a bunch of like what Soviet era tanks just just did it, and they still accomplished so much. It's it's it's, it's quite something watching this unfold. I've not really I've not really, really seen any of the I've not really seen any of the the new tech come out from Russia. No, you know, no, in no. the in the like. Uh, Maybe five years ago, you'd see a lot of these animations coming out on, uh, you know, Russian news or something like or RT of these, uh, these you know, futuristic defense systems and stuff like that. It's all been yeah, watch It's those. all been just getting rid of the whatever. Yeah. Because this is yeah, I mean, a lot of they I've had a lot of people say that this file. is a, this is a massive kind of let's see what you've got thing before we try. No, and... no, no, no. They have a huge stockpile of pre nineties. Tanks, guns, bullets, missiles, artillery, and they have a whole pile of latest cutting-edge uh, next-gen uh, missile systems. What's the point of using the latest one? Let's just exhaust the old, you know, stockpile. And this is a, that that is exactly what they've been yeah, doing the, right now. Yeah, and that that thought has been shared even in Mash, where like um, they've been operating. Ah, oh, uh, yes. Well, uh, yeah. I'm making a point, Cortex. Um, Hawkeye, after saying something hilarious, no, um, <coughs> uh, they're 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 uh, in theatre. They're, they're doing um, operations to just, you know save uh, sol- anybody because it's Mash. It was sol- they didn't care who they uh, worked on, but you know, 36 hours in 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 in, in theatre. And someone said, you know, when will the shelling stop? It was like, well, they still they haven't even started on the World War II surplus yet. And that's 1953. So imagine, like, <laughs> since World War II, how much stuff has been banked up. And then you've got the Cold War. And, yeah, it kind of makes sense where Vladimir's probably gone, yeah, just send in some troops. You know, you know the, maybe, you know, the grunge era, you know, the ones <laughs> with the uh, um, the Kurt Cobain stuff on the side. Yeah, send that in. And, yeah, and if it gets real serious, we'll send in, you know, one or two Blackhawks with the, um, you know, the, the vaporization uh, platinum bonds. But, you know, before we, Sergi needs to have a go for a run. I'm just saying. And anything past it, use by date. Just chuck it in. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did see Zelensky in the last month just say, "Oh, you know, there's plans to take Crimea back." And it's like, hang on, didn't they have a, oh, um, a an election and 94 percent said we want to join the Russian Federation? Uh, Russian Federation, like, okay, um, so you're going to be occupiers? Hmm. I did exactly. see a great. You can't, you can't. Enjoy. Oh yeah, I, I did see a great meme. It's like you know when you're looking at a diner and there's this homeless man looking straight at you, and, and it was. <laughs> Someone's photoshopped Lazinski looking through a window because <laughs> yeah, he kind of does look like a homeless guy. Did you see the footage? I saw some footage of him recently where he's in a courtroom with two pulls out two Uzis and just sprays everyone. Is that some movie he's done? Has anyone else seen that? Uh, who knows? I mean, um, I've seen he. <laughs> Ah, uh, he did that photo shoot for Vogue, and most of that was green screen. And uh, like, really? It's like, you know, we are. I am here for the Ukrainian people. Like, well, I don't remember Winston Churchill's spread into Vogue when you know Hitler was <laughs> trying to take the island. Such a little turd. Oh, not, yeah. the, not, not the English dude. No, 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 no. Uh, Winston He's was a big fat big turd. turd. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When he died, half the planet was happy about it. He was a com- 
complete bastard. <laughs> he had a pretty good uh, diet of alcohol per day, though, didn't he? Like five pints, 14 shots, three Guinness. It's not ridiculous like this. That was before 11 a.m. Uh, yeah, um, he died from um, consumption. Uh, not the traditional consumption. He consumed a lot of stuff, but he still made. I think he was in his eighties or whatever. It was sixty, sixty-four. That's a good run. Yeah, uh, but he was, you know, he was really skinny and he was a bit portly and chubby in World War Two, and then he just sort of expanded and uh, loved the monarchy a lot. And John Lithgow plays um, Winston Churchill very, very well. Uh, in the crown and uh, also gary oldman plays churchill in the darkest hour which is um i think around oh is that dunkirk when uh the germans let the english you know, the english didn't have a, a navy so all these gits <laughs> all, <laughs> hey say jeffrey shall we um go save some some boys all right then get in get in your motor uh and get in your dinghy yeah, well, that's that was basically the retreat of Dunkirk, is because uh, uh, I think Churchill actually asked the members of the public, anyone that had a boat, please go and get them. Yeah, he did. Anything that floats. Yeah, because uh, um, Paul poorly managed uh, the war there, and I think the Germans were <laughs> screwed up as well. Um, <clears throat> yeah. They were happy to get to Dun Dun uh, Dunkirk, but they didn't. You know, they were all on the beaches. They they weren't kind of maliciously stukering the beaches at that point. They were like, "We're here. You know, we can see where you're going." No, no, there was still a hint of honour in World War Two uh, before English and Germany just went. I mean, you, the bombing of Dresden. Oh, well, that's after. The, no, yeah, that's before the bombing of Canterbury, and so it's. Um, to misquote a Star Wars opening cr um, crawl, you know, there's heroes on both sides. I'd like to know how villains on both sides as well. How, the, how Raz feels about the English, because there's that bit where they got to Dunkirk, and then there's like the French, uh, you know, uh, military uh, ship sites, and and uh, the UK, you know. They just see in the UK things. Well, they're going to get used by the Germans, and the French have just come up with a deal to say, you know, we're just going to leave them. We're not going to. We're just going to, you know, empty them and just leave them. They're fine. But the uh, English came across and then just sunk them and killed like a thousand five hundred or something French sailors, something like that. But you can see why there's that animosity. Well, God's an Englishman, don't you know? Oh, not much anymore. No one really cares. Well, I quote, uh, I, I quote Sir Walter Raleigh. A good Englishman learns to hate Frenchmen before he learns to love God. Wow. Yeah. Entrenched is the word. Yeah. <laughs> Just a wow. little. Wow. To, well, to be fair, I think that's the French dominating the English because like, they had French kings. Uh, the, the English court only spoke French and um it's a bit of tit for tat but um if you want to go who started it i think the french arrogance out is a little bit stronger than the english arrogance um they had a hundred years war obviously went for 88 years and they both had god on their side so you know i'm i'm not sure how they how jesus has felt being put in that awkward position well they've got great crepes and they're going to invent the um uh this <laughs> the, the spitfire geez i don't know chaps uh you're on your own i think that uh, French arrogance just comes from having a revolution in their country once before a successful revolution. I don't know. It's before then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and actually, the revolution is because of their arrogance, because, you know, um, 
Marie, Marie Antoinette allegedly say let them eat cake and um that's why they they revolted against the hierarchy because there's the they were clueless to how they were treating all the peasants and there was an uprising then of course uh, the bloodlust kicked in and this went on way too long uh mm. and i mean, even it seems to be uh, england's monarchy seems to be threatened every 15 years cuz like when the queen actually um became queen uh she lost all those african nations and they were worried about um uh, being kicked out of england as well and even in between world war one and two which you see with peaky blinders there was uh, a fascist party there's communist party and you know um, the revolution and that's that's a th that's been a background theme for britain for a, for a very long time is the the threat of revolution in the background but somehow they they you know stiff up a lip and they hang mm. on and all that. Yeah, good uh, comedy shows about politicians and a general ribbing that is a got a good momentum, but there's still no. There should be some something when you step into the role if you if you kind of double cross the people that you're trying to work for, there should be consequences, and that's what you should sign up for. And you're not out for those, and you you don't think you can sign the sheet? Don't even get into the game. Something, you know, something. Yes, well, I'll, I'll bring it up now. I was going to wait for the second hour, but um, um, uh, what's the Australian term? Can't be asked. So I'll bring <laughs> it up now. <clears throat> let's let's have a bit of gameplay, a bit of theorising. Let's put it. Will there be another lockdown due to COVID or something similar? COVID or climate lockdowns, same thing. Will there be a government-imposed yeah, okay. lockdown trying to keep the momentum of instead lockdowns of, up? Instead of repeating the question in different words over and over again, maybe just give me a short answer? No. <laughs> okay. Well, well um, I don't know, because they, they like their power, as well as, like, you know, China's had their, all those restrictions off now. And remember how long it took, what, um, October? When did China open up back in 2019? Uh, because Victoria went into lockdown the second week of October, um, of March. So it took about three, four months. Uh, and at the moment, there's a bit of stoush in Australian politics, and it's like, oh, this is boring. However, uh, the, I think the government wants to actually test. Yeah, if they don't have, if they have a COVID test, um, two days, forty-eight hours before they arrive into Australia, and uh, I think the opposition's complaining about that because. If you think about it, because there's all these the lockdowns and everything else like that, it doesn't have to be COVID. It could just be uh, a normal flu season because we're coming into spring slash autumn, depending where you're on the planet. And usually when you're going from hot to cold, mm. usually that's when you get head colds and, and viruses and, and totally. coughs and, and everything else like that because the body's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mind you, this is probably the coldest summer I've ever lived through in my memory. About the last couple of years, they're raining. Yeah, this has been colder. Mm, it's been sunnier. Yeah, yeah, I live a thousand kilometres away from you. Damn you. Don't make me come up there. I'm, I'll get a horse. <laughs> I've been watching this show called Yellowstone. Right? <laughs> I don't know how nimble they are. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, maybe, uh, you know, uh, with all the, the Chinese um, tour, uh, touring, uh, travelling around and they're just normal uh, uh, colds and flus and bugs and everything else like that, 
um, they may have uh, what the medical system, which is terrible. Like the the numbers that we don't have. Like if ten percent of a population of a city gets sick, the the medical system can't handle it. That's how small and crap they are. So I'm just just putting it out there, bit of game theory. Uh, if there's a cold and flu, and some people do die from the flu, that's been going on forever. <laughs> what happens? If um, the medical system starts to buckle because there is a new strain of cold and flu, will they implement lockdown? I don't know what they would think they'd be trying to achieve with it. Well, see, the, the... I, I think uh, yes, Monty, and I, I take my lead from China, which is going through another big bout of um, COVID. And then one of my nieces was up on the weekend. And uh, I asked her how everything was in the city. And the first thing she said was there's a lot of COVID cases. So I don't know if it's COVID or what it is, but um, the Chinese lockdowns have been pretty severe. And so they're always like the lead. Um, they're, they're, they're Rudolph, man. Like they're the lead reindeer in this COVID thing. Right. So and they're hinting at it. I mean, uh, Justin Trudeau said 2023 is going to be a t- tough year. I mean, he was speaking economically, but I think he meant it in, in many dimensions. I, I think, honestly, man, I don't know why, but they, they are just hell-bent on getting everybody vaccinated. There's something about this. I mean, look look, look at the rhetoric. I mean, Klaus Schwab, nobody is safe unless everybody gets vaccinated. Why, Klaus? We've already proved scientifically that the vaccine doesn't prevent transmission. What is the point? Uh, the know? government paid for it. That's um because I have thought of you know what could be an answer. I mean you know um, mass death, but you know uh, that all of, all of this but stuff's got to have it, a bit of a shelf life though, you know. Yeah, well that's the other thing. I th- if it could be just an economic thing because uh, what Australia bought four hundred million um, vials or something. Canada bought how many as well? So it could be just a uh, on a um, a, a placeholder answer. It could be just an economic thing because it's like, well, we, we've bought all this, so we need to use it. I'm sure there's other nefarious stuff as well. Just another bad decision, long line of decisions that can only be described as, you know, dangerously incompetent management. Well, has the, the, IR, the IRS in the US recently uh, said that they accidentally released, you know, a couple of hundred or 112,000 people's private data. Again, <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. That's it. Again, that's the whole COVID thing with the lockdowns. It's just, all right, just take the first speech when it actually happened, and then just put the word again at the end of every sentence. Uh, how, how did they come out with these little tiny news bites that you know they've you know in inverted commas lost you know three billion dollars, and then oh next day whatever. Yeah, well, well, yeah, well, that's that's the lack of accountability and everything else like that. But um, yeah, I uh, see if they try the lockdowns, they'll use the 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 health system freaking out, which is like really three years after the start of a pandemic and the health system is still crap. What have you been doing apart from making TikTok videos? What they're more likely to do is trying to use this model being used in Oxford of these uh, climate lockdowns. It's, yeah, but that doesn't make sense at all. And now it doesn't no, make I'm, sense I'm, at all. I'm but having, they'll still push I, it. I know, I know, but I'm not having a go at you. I was just want to like, I just want to check my tones. Like, oh, it doesn't make sense at all. As I said, this is the coldest summer I've ever lived through. We've only had three days 
um, over 28 or something like that. Everything else has been 17. That's usually overnight uh, temperatures. It also and, kind of fits why they would defend someone like Greta Thunberg so uh, heavily. Yeah, but, but it's... It, uh, um, She's it, part of the narrative. And she's still around, is she? Because she, um, I th- she became an adult, and I thought she was dropped. Um, yeah, we, we hope she was, like all those other child she's actors. She's part of the narrative. She will stay, and she will be a political figure later on. She'll yeah, be here well, for the next 10, 20 years, really. Maybe. Yeah, and she'll be an easy target because you apply logic. Until she mentions China and what they're putting out, you know she's a puppet. Uh, as well as uh, now, we don't have to go, you know, woo-woo aspect where there's med bets and all this, you know, sound technology that will save, you know, uh, humanity or else like that. As we've talked about on this show before, the there is technology in the general public that will actually be able to replace what they're referring to as um, uh, climate emissions, but they don't talk about that at all we need to build a windmill which we have to mine this extremely rare mineral and then spend five million dollars on it and it will burn and it will blow up and we'll have to do it all over again mit's just come out with a study saying that the earth can pretty much regulate its own temperature and it's Mm -hmm. okay and you know as the government pushed eco-terrorism ramps up, that uh, life on Earth will survive anything, basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if the planet hates us, it will sneeze and we're all gone. <laughs> well, it's completely opposite. But, I mean, I, I mean, I agree that if it did get that upset, which it's not. No, 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 no. Oh, it, it's not happy, obviously. But, um, uh, Cortec, have you seen re- the reports? Someone has share- showed me that apparently the coral is growing back in the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, okay, but we were told that yeah, you know, there's white in it. Now, obviously, um, I, 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 when I was in Sydney, the, the, some genius is like, what are we going to do with the raw sewage? I've got an idea. <laughs> let's put it in our beaches. <laughs> let's let's. I'll build a five mile pipe, right? <laughs> and like, that's basically what they they pump raw yeah, sewage yeah, out. Yeah, go on, I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, right. And then we'll just pump the raw sewage into that pipe, and it will be five miles out into the ocean, and Bob's your uncle. Genius. Oh, I know. Yeah, exactly. And guess what happened? Uh, all the sewage washes up on the on the beach, and it gets warm, and it starts to flake. And that's when I saw it. It's like, why is the sand peeling? And it's all brown. So they've stopped doing that. Yeah, because uh, it's 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 amazing uh, what technology can do. But that's the stupidity you're dealing with. Uh, they will not look at um, magnets. And as I said, I've, I've seen Always that, with the magnets. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, a fidget spinner spun by itself. And you're like, well, if you can have this technology, you know how a hydro uh, hydroelectric fan, the, 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 you know the big fans with the water that goes through? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they generate uh, electricity. Yep. They, they get it from the fan because the water's going through. Now, if you've got a fidget spinner that's doing 90 minutes an hour by five magnets, and that's only the, uh, what's that, three inches, four inches, about 10, 12 centimetres, imagine if you industrialise that and have eight of them. I know. 
I know you wouldn't even have you just bus in the cloud the crowd of fidgeters and you just put them in the grandstand, just watch it go, and they'd just be still. Yeah, in no, no, awe. I, I like your imagination, Cortex, but maybe in you know industrialized. <laughs> I don't say we need what, eight bigger? year olds going okay, like, gra- all right, Timmy, uh, uh, you need to stand here for eight hours. Like, oh, but no, I don't like it anymore. Just hold really the bloody fidget. Fidget anymore. I really don't want to fidget. Use your other hand, Timmy. <laughs> put down the taco. Uh, in all this uh, eco ridiculousness, the EU has uh, cr- created its uh, or imposed its first carbon border tariff. So this is yeah, what we're going to see more of. Yeah, well, that's the other problem. Is like, you know, oh, carbon is bad. Uh, it's heating the planet. Even though I use the example, tell me, in a greenhouse, where is there a cold spot? You know, I mean, there is extreme weather happening. And we should, in a way, tackle climate change. Now, it should be the response of infrastructure for climate change, not saying, oh, you've got a car, and so it's causing climate. It's the bloody sun, for the love of God. All I've, all I've seen when any kind of uh, tariff or tax is imposed is, is and it is, it's imposed in one sector, and that sector just passes off their their price hikes to the sector down the street, whoever oh, yeah. they're getting oh, yeah, their yeah, stuff yeah. from, and nothing can be done yes. properly apart from just putting prices that's, up yes, if that's, everyone doesn't do it at once. That's, and that's trickle, trickle down economics, or yeah. it's me peeing on your leg. <laughs> and <laughs> it trickles down. Chips. Yeah, just uh, just uh, taking a whiz on your knee. Uh, what are, um, oh, it's like those uh, idiots, uh, no new oil, whatever they call it. You know, the the, the nut bars oh, throwing paint, throw at, paint over, uh, over paintings. Yeah, and then super glue them. It's like I, I like someone's idea. Yeah, leave them there for twenty four hours and then come back and talk to them. Yeah, I uh, saw one of those bald guys with kind of soup, trying to put a little tiny little vial of super glue on his head so he could stick himself to the wall. I hope it's stuck. I hope it hurt. Yeah, what a retard. Uh, n- not one of them has mentioned hemp, which can. Replace everything. It's it's that this is. I mean, I, I'm probably repeating myself, but it, this is where like, it, what can we do? Like, oh, there's a climate uh, uh, emergency, and we've only got ten years to live. It's like, yeah, they said that in 1980. <laughs> uh, and I know about you, but I didn't see any uh, any sea level rise. No, no. There's that fort in Sydney Harbour where apparently it's stayed the same for a long time. Fort Denison, yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah, but apparently at the same time you've got the South Pacific Islands that are slowly sinking underwater, and like maybe it's your islands, <laughs> it's not the water. Hard to tell. Well, uh, yeah, but once I mean, again, you, you can also probably get a, a a little a little bit of a kickback for your little island if you play the game. Oh, it's all about you know? it's all about it's all about money and like I mean it, it's in our parliament where where you have to cut down on emissions, and if you actually ask them to follow it through, well, carbon is heating the planet. Well, carbon's a building block. It's less than 4% of the atmosphere, and humans only add less than 1% of that. And Australia adds 4% of that 1% of the three of the 4%. And apparently that's how fragile our planet is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right then. You <laughs> are listening to Revolution Radio. Uh, this is Studio A, Planet Collingwood. We're just at the halfway mark, and... Uh, I'm sure um, I'm in a in a happy, testy mood, so we'll continue bashing all these stupid ideas on the other side of the break. So stick around. See you soon. And we're back. Part two of Planet Collingwood here on Revolution Radio Studio A. My name is Monty Dean. I have been joined by Bruce Graz and Cortec. And we, uh, well, if you enjoyed the last hour, and I know we all did, uh, please go to freedomslips.com and click on the Patreon button. 
uh, because uh, we're all 100% listener supported. So every little bit helps in our 12th year to continue having Studio A, B and the Hawk's Nest, which is only available on the website, I believe, uh, all humming along. So if uh, if you're not a, a big fan of Planet Collingwood and you stumble along going, dear God, please make it stop, there is 140 two hours of um, conspiracy and other stuff on the station as well as a second channel so uh, there's the archives as well so that's part of uh, planning content you to give an option and an option has been given we were talking about uh climate change and of course if we the stuff that we mentioned we were yelled at as science deniers and the irony is it's at least someone um, that calls themselves a z or a zer uh, and they've pushed, they had their penis cut in half and pushed into their body, and then they buy a red icicle so it could, they could pretend to actually menstruate. That would make anyone a little antsy. Well, yeah, this is the level of delusion that they're at. And like, I use the, uh, the example of Blair White, who, from my understanding, uh, went through puberty and then decided to transition and defends uh, people. There's, oh, I can't remember. There's this famous lesbian as well that keeps call, being called a turf. And it's not about, um, it's not about, it's, um, oh, what's the thing? It's, it's not bigoted. It's basic science or something. I can't remember exactly. And even J.K. Rowling is uh, in, in the left's world. Oh, she's a terrible person <laughs> because apparently she said a woman's a woman. Yeah. Which is pretty... I don't see any problem with saying something like that. Well, no, she was defending an actual woman. She wasn't having a go at transgender women at all. It's just the these people are looking for a fight or they've got their own issues and trauma and they create these things out of... You know, someone actually tweeted her, how can you, you know, with all your hatred in your heart, how can you actually sleep at night? And then <laughs> JK sent back by counting all my money. <laughs> I think I saw that one. Great yeah. comeback. And it's like, yeah, um, like uh, she's been cancelled. No, it's just you, you people have destroyed something that you've loved for years because yeah. of something that you know she was to actually defending. Like you, you've seen that um, people have been bringing it up where uh, you know, all, the sacrifices that women have been given for uh, over when was suffrage the nineteen oh eight or you know it's been over one hundred and twenty years basically. Interesting enough, Bruce, um, 20 years after uh, the industrialization and the power bill came in. <laughs> yeah, the women was like, yep. wait, wait a minute, wait, 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 we're getting a raw deal here. And, of course, the Rockefellers were like, no, we'll get them to tax, tax both of them. Mm. All that all that um, yeah. suffrage and uh, you know, actual suffering and its sacrifice, um, to have, um, uh, what's it, you know, yeah, you know, a women's sport being dominated by um, men, f- former gentlemen. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't see why more fem- uh, females were kind of up in arms about this whole "I'm a female" when you can clearly see a bulge in the pants kind of thing. Oh wait, that was Obama's wife. Uh, you know, and this, it, it's just, uh, it's you know, twenty years down the track, it, it's like it's like tricking a whole generation into. 10 years of, of of going down the rabbit hole not of not even getting to the stage where you find out where you are or who you are so then you can try and make a better life for the people around you which is going to come too late because it, it i don't know i don't know i'm going around about in circles well, if, if if you don't who does yeah well i was hoping someone 
but it just—it just is just another big distraction. And uh, eventually, eventually, they're going to come out of this whole. Oh, am I trans just because no one likes me and I'm a bit fat? No, no, you just in Canada. In Canada, <laughs> you'll be put to death because <laughs> yeah, I mean euthanized. Sorry, um... I should say it the other way. Yeah. I think um, it's, it, you know, it's part of a concerted effort to, you know, to destroy the West and they're, and they're trying their best, but it's, I don't know, it's just proving a little bit resilient. I don't see it really taking in the, in the next generation either. Huh. Um, well, so it's, you know, and they, they've, they've kind of played their whole hand now, like at this stage of the plan. And again, I don't know if Trump screwed up their timing with the four years he stole from them, but they're rushing so much now that everything seems so blatant and people are doing a double take and people who aren't conspiracy theorists are, said what now? Who yeah. said what now? But that, that could be yeah, I, I, it could be rushed or it could be just blind arrogance because they think they're that great. I mean, Trudeau doesn't look do. like a, yeah. Yeah. Trudeau doesn't look like he's scared. He's angry. Um, and I think that's his um, um, uh, angry face. No, it's uh, handler. I'm sure the handlers get the big stick out. It's like Justin, <laughs> you have to do, you know, yes, yes, gesticulating yes. to his own face. Yeah, about but, yeah even you know, even um, um, former Vice President Biden, who <laughs> still hasn't said the pandemic's over. The CDC did, but he hasn't. I mean, who would you want to trust? The doctors. Or an old senile old man who doesn't know where he is. Talking uh, about old senile people, have you seen the Queensland Police Commissioner, some chick come out in some little funny, you no. know, hat saying, no. oh, you know, if you if you hear any kind of people talk about oh, conspiracy yeah, theories, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. tell us, we'll put them in jail. Yeah, yeah, because they're linked to that shooting that um, uh, shocked the nation. It's like, maybe it's on um, a Pisces and I turn off my emotions and I'm a robot. It's like, uh, two policemen were killed in the line of duty. Uh, you do realise that is a possibility. It's not like two store clerks at a subway were taken out. That's not in the job description. Mm. <laughs> it's like just say it's like oh these two uh, two Russians well you know were killed when they sh- they um, tried to enter a Ukrainian house that was housing the Ukrainian army. Uh huh. <laughs> With everything that's happened in the last couple of years, you know, from you know what's the difference between uh, conspiracy theory and and real theory? It was about six months. You know, it turned into about two weeks. Well, they lied about it as well because um, apparently it was a welfare check, but then it turned out it was a. Um, there's too much fishiness. Like, I mean, if people if conspiracy world, you want to go look for it and go down that rabbit hole, you you're most welcome. But uh, to me, it feels off, and that's enough. You know, once you've been doing this for over a decade, I'm like, yeah. yeah, that feels off. Yeah, done. Anyway, so anyone watch the latest Yellowstone? Uh- <laughs> that guy, uh, you know, that guy used to do burnouts for Hoonigan, Ken Block. He had a little accident uh, uh, in, in on a snowmobile. They're saying he was by himself and it rolled on top of himself, but they're not talking about how long he was out there before he found. So that's mm. another story that seems a little bit fishy too. I think someone probably landed on this. Those things are so big. Yeah, well, you know, so, um, um, a story, I think it was unfortunately streamed to Instagram. Uh, Jeremy Renner um, has an, had an accident with a snowplow. 
uh, it ran him over. I think he ran over himself. However, uh, because of all the, he's in Montana, hey. <laughs> uh, and there was a massive snowstorm that went through all of you know, most of Canada and all the northern states of the United States um, in the last week and a half. Yeah. Like, like hardcore, you know, coldest, you know, one in a hundred year type um, storms. I believe he was out clearing some snow and he tripped and somehow got sucked through the plow. He's alive oh still. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, he's had an accident, but he's he's alive, and I saw a photo of him, so it's real. <laughs> anyway, so that, that doesn't seem sus, but with the, the, the Queensland shooting, the way they reacted to it, like, they, um, you know, there was people saying, oh, if you see a policeman, thank them for their, their tireless work. And I'm like, I'm in Victoria. I'm not going anywhere near a policeman. I, and they may say thank you and then shoot me on principle because that's what they do here I in Victoria. I am not saying thank you for nothing to those guys. Yeah, well, I'm not I'm not giving them any bad grief anyway. I'm just, I just stay away from that gang. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, like, think about it. The police's gangs. Yeah, yeah. They all hang out together. They've got clubhouses all over the city. Got your regional kind of sectors. Yeah, exactly. They've got that weird type of gang colours of blue, blue and white and with a hint of black. And, you know, there's a there's an organ, there's a, a hierarchy in there as well. Seem to only marry other gang members. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure about um, how they make their bones, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> so we'll stop that line of comedy there. Uh, but yeah, it was it's it's similar to uh, the Port Arthur shooting, where it's like something feels extremely off, and uh, I believe two police detectives from Geelong were looking into it till they had a <clears throat> meeting, and they stopped <laughs> they stopped looking into did, it. Uh, did Queensland miraculously a month before uh, rent a twenty person morgue truck as well? Don't know. I don't know. All I know is um, uh, in, uh, in the first you know like the the first day or day after uh, they released the news that there was this shooting. And I think six people were killed, uh, a neighbour, two police and three perps, as the the uh, the, the word is used, I yep. believe. Um, no, oh, one of them was uh, went to conspiracy websites. And I'm like, ah, OK, I can see this angle. Even, you know he, even if he was just he just watched Alex Jones to laugh at him, they'll spit it again because you know, it's like um, like QAnon. That was a massive psyop. I mean, we, yeah, we saw that. Yeah, well, this is this is this is another thing she said, which was super interesting. Uh, sometimes they just spill the beans just a little too much. She said, "We've got online COVID groups to search out this stuff, and we've also got what they called data extraction experts." <laughs> <laughs> this this coincides with the law that they brought in uh, under you know in the dead of night about a year ago, which makes it legal for yeah federal um, wasn't it? federal to federal groups federal shady groups mm. to go to get into your computer, put stuff on there, take stuff off, do whatever they want. Well, um, totally legal. Was it the state of Michigan? There was a a plot to kidnap the governor. And 15 people were arrested. Apparently, that trial went to actually went, you know, the, the case went to trial, and one of them um, has been sentenced. The interesting thing is, they're probably only sentenced 13 
because 12 of them were FBI informants. <laughs> so, you know, like it's <laughs> and it's getting to the point in the United States, any any criminal conspiracy, it's probably started. The FBI is like, hey, um, a, a, a Duke, you really had to go, don't you? Yeah. You want to build a bomb? You want a bomb? You want to buy a bomb? Yeah, you you want to buy a bomb? <laughs> you want to buy a bomb? This is my mate James. He's a bomb. Mate. You know, <laughs> it's like the FBI creating crime so they have something to do. It's true. There's yeah. a hell of a lot so, of trouble um, that's hmm. caused by a lot of rogue people without any answer to anyone that has gone on for multiple, you know, in the continuance of government. They act out, act outside that, and it just goes on and on and on. And all it seems that these groups do is have carte blanche to cause trouble around the world, whether it's imposing, you know, these kind of puppet dictatorships over in Bangladesh. There's these massive, what looks like uh, the, you know, the Saudi spring uprising that we saw a couple of years ago or more than a couple of years ago now. It's that, it's got that same vibe to it. You know, there's a lot of people out there trying to, you know, I don't want to say people can't get out there on their own, but a lot of times at the beginning of these things, they're, you know, oh, they can get the genesis is. Yeah. Well, the late, like the FBI is doing it um, because you've got Hamlin, Homeland Security. Um, uh, what is it? Alcohol, the, the ATF, alcohol, tobacco and firearms, which yeah. are all legal, by the way. <laughs> so what's the point of that um, organization? Yeah, true. Uh, it's uh, even Ron Paul has pointed out you should disband the FBI because there's no point for them anymore. And did you know yeah. the FBI was a temporary organization to do what? I think it was just to deal, yeah, yeah right. deal with um, prohibition back in 1920. That's the problem when these groups as a former purpose is kind of done, they don't get repealed these these laws and these groups don't get shut down and repealed oh um who was the transvestite that was in charge um the famous guy of the fbi like the guy um not dallas he was he was the, the director of fbi before he died you just throw me with the trans thing crossdresser yeah crossdresser then yeah Crossdresser, crossdresser. I'm drawing a blank, man. I forget what his name is. Ah, oh, um, man, it's the bill. Yeah, yeah. Once we, he once we go. Perfect. Yeah, he had three names, didn't he? But he, he was yeah. at the, yeah, he was at the start. Um, and he was, I think, he was still alive when Kennedy was killed. Nothing says. Oh no, 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 no. But um, I mean, because he, I think, after he left. Ah, uh, not Dallas. Starts with a D. At this point, all we can see when wow. we have a look at things that the government's J. involved Edgar in Hoover. is dangerous incompetence. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank J. you, Batman. The J. Edgar Hoover. Yes. Uh, because he had that control for decades, and it, it creates a whole um type of um uh you know community and um atmosphere, uh, and it, it just turned into another gang. Yeah. Yeah. So Hoover, I mean, Hoover was uh, CIA before he was president, was he? No. J. Edgar Hoover was FBI from the start. He was never president. Never president. No. Okay. Um, he he had his only little fiefdom in in the FBI, and he only worried about um, uh, internal. So that that's kind of the idea. Um, the Federal Bureau of Investigations is. Um, uh, domestic and the central intelligence agency is foreign and so that's how they deal with um, enemies foreign and domestic 
But of course, the CIA does stuff in the United States. And lately, uh, FBI seems to think they can go anywhere they want in the world because of like um, uh, the Patriot Act, where everyone's a combatant and blow it. You know how all that strange missing word type stuff? How, yeah, like, the internet is a field of combat, considered yeah, yeah. a field of combat. Well, so anyone yeah. look at it, a web page is considered a combatant. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, the war, the war on terror. That's right. We're having, we're fighting an adverb, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's um, just like well, one idea as well. Like, are they trying to take down with Western civilization? Oh, I mean, that's probably a, a goal. Uh, but as Bruce pointed out, we're still here. The United States is still here. People are still doing well, and um, they're, they're fighting the good fight. If that's a distraction, a distraction from what? And I'm wondering if Raz is still awake <laughs> and stopped watching um, cosplay videos. Uh, uh, if you could put forward any, any ideas of what the distraction, because if we're all focusing on like you know the destruction of the Western civil, now obviously Western civilization does need to improve uh, by change of leadership, um, get rid of the the nut bars and the wokeism and everything else like that. But at the core of it, people are nice and they want to do good things. I mean, look at Yellowstone. So, but go ahead. I think, you know, um, I think the bigger question is what happens to the power structure? You know, the magical power structure, the three obelisks, the Vatican, London City and Washington. And all three of them under, are under attack. And, and by the way, Benedict just died. Right. And he yeah, was he the real he was the real pope. So. Where is all that power going to go? How is the world going to be managed? Um, you know, we're we're so used to being run by either wizards or magicians that um, I don't think AI can replace it. But the, the question, if they're taking down the West, the real thing that has to be figured out is what are they planning to do and how are they going to reorganize the world? And where is the seat of power going to be? Because there there always has to be a seat of power. Before the world was globalized, every nation or every region had a seat of power. So in, in Asia or China, it was the Forbidden City. Same thing in Japan. They had their emperor and they had their rituals and their magic and all the stuff that went along with that. And that gave way to this, you know, modern era which really begins with the Industrial Revolution, even for China, because that's when they went from um, the emperor system. And you got to watch Bernardo Bertolucci's The Last Emperor, just a brilliant movie. They went from that system and then they struggled between the various forms of uh, government available in the world, you know, between Chiang Kai-shek, Sun Yat-sen and uh, Mao Zedong. And they're all foreign educated. So Sun Yat-sen was educated in the U.S., Mao Zedong was educated in uh, Russia and um, Chiang Kai-shek was educated in Japan. So um, and they 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 sort of folded, they floundered after they went from the emperor system. And we study their society when they were running their own stuff before the West crept in there. It was actually kind of a marvelous society. Like it worked for them. And. so they've been struggling for a position. I don't see any power centers being set up there. I see one that might fit the bill in terms of a magi- magical location. And it's that really weird city they've built. I think it's in Kazakhstan. 
And um, you guys know what I'm talking about there? I, I think the, no, I, I thought you were going to talk about the new space station they just completed. Want everyone to call their astronauts Tychonauts. Someone earlier said destruction of America. It's not going to be destruction. It's, no. a, it's a sort of musical chair game being played where the seat of power lies. And it's just going to leave America because this is the fun thing. The video by the World Economic Forum had a very key sentence in it, which everyone, everyone for two years ignored because they're morons. Instead, they focus on the one that said, you will own nothing and be happy, just to show how materialistic and uh, cowardly people are, because that's what they care about. There was we'll a line take in you it toilet that says, paper. There, there was a line in it that says, the US will no longer be the exceptional nation it has been in the last 50 years. Go watch it again and you'll see it. If they're saying it, they will do it. They like to do that. They tell you everything that they're going to do. So yeah. the seat of power will move. And this comes in conjunction with 2060 Africa, which used to be 2053. Uh, and now it's 2060 because it's moved up. <clears throat> there will be a lot of stuff going towards Africa. I mean, Rhodesia just started nationalizing. Was it Zimbabwe? I think Zimbabwe just nationalized its lithium production. Do you know what this means? Someone else all the lithium batteries as well. All the all lithium country. batteries now belongs to Zimbabwe. Do you know what that means? I mean, if, if the entirety of uh, Africa slowly starts to nationalize its its own resource, what's what's I left for think, the West? Uh, so here's here's a very interesting way to look at this. So I, I've given this a little bit of thought, and I've watched what's going on in the background quietly, including the trip of uh, the German leader. Uh, to, to Canada to work out a natural gas deal and he left with a hydrogen deal for like two years down the road so I think the, the whole battery go ahead Kortek no no hydrogen I've just seen more things about hydrogen today people are really pushing it in, in its different forms sorry go on well, you, you're not really sorry or you wouldn't have done it so don't say you're sorry just interrupt be yourself and we'll accommodate you okay uh, there's a lot of there's a lot stop, of stories I've seen about hydrogen just okay, stop the I'll line. do that. I'll do that if you agree just to carry on. Okay. So um, I think the whole lithium thing is just like a short jump the shark scenario. It, it's not going to pan out. I think the real thing is hydrogen. And hydrogen is a viable energy source for vehicles. And it's been around for ages. They could have done it like 50 years ago if they really wanted to. Right. And they just sort of milked this whole... Um, this this whole fossil fuel economy and it was really the, the bedrock of I, I think really the bedrock of um, the Illuminati's revenue stream and they didn't want to leave it. And uh, so I think hydrogen is going to be a big, big thing by like 2030. And uh, this this whole lithium thing is just a farce. It's um, just one of those illogical narratives. And when investigated, it doesn't present <clears throat> any real alternative to the environmental calamity of uh, fossil fuels if and there is calamity to fossil fuels even if it's only the spilling of oil and stuff but i mean you got to wonder how serious that is because oil is a natural product anyways it's already in the earth so how how much damage does it really do but um definitely they're going for hydrogen men that you know that absolutely 
So the whole lithium forget thing and forget resource mm-hmm. for one moment. Anyone cares about the whole population thing and why in the West it's in decline and how come Africa is going up two billion? Two billion. It's going to be two billion in like thirty thirty years. Where exactly yeah, will we just... put all of these Africans? Yeah, well, that's Africa. an excellent question. Somewhere else, they're trying yeah. to displace everyone, so uh, everyone will be nomads. I think is their plan. So, how great mm-hmm. will you, uh, America and Europe be when we put them there? I, I don't know. Mm. There is something going on here. There's something going on that a lot of people are not looking at, because they're essentially cultivating an entire race and have them outclass Indians, Chinese, and everyone else. And there is race-mixing propaganda going on. These two tie into the whole thing, into what people call the collapse of the West, but more like the reshuffling of the West. Yeah, and a lot of people... It's it's interesting as well to note that for a reshuffling world in terms of power distribution and what will undoubtedly be global trade, because global trade is not going away, you know, we may we may not have all of the artifacts of globalization and global government and everything, but the trade's not going anywhere. The human race is a trading species. Right. And so now that this trade has been established, it's not going anywhere. Geographically, the two best places in the world to be for a globally trading world for the rest of this century and the century after are Ukraine and Israel. Israel and yeah. Israel and Ukraine. They they're both sent Ukraine because of its location. Israel is the dead center of the largest landmass on the planet, connecting three continents. It's got water access. It's got everything. Right. It's like. It, it it's you know it it's if you look if you were looking at it 50 years ago it would be like in your mind's eye it would be it would be Vegas if you were Bugsy Siegel <laughs> you know like you could do a lot with this place and the Ukraine as well is another area that they're that they're fighting for big time um, as as a trading center it already is a big trading center in the black market right so. That's my take. So now with that insert of information, rethink the original quandary from 10 minutes ago about the collapsing magical power centers of the obelisks and ask yourself where that power is going to be redisplaced. So there's something about us as human beings is that we need we need these things. We need we need seats of power. We're not at a. No, we don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think it's closed minded to think we need to go back to a model we had hundreds and thousands of years or hundreds of years ago or whatever and think that's going to work again or not get us to the same point. Uh, I saw an interesting story from the Taipei Times about everyone hunting for alternatives to the U.S. dollar, and it made a total sense when it was, you know, the U.S. in you know creating these sanctions that would get countries to take these oligarch ships and all that kind of stuff, and how that was even possible for them to do. But it was basically based around the that financial messaging system known as SWIFT. 
So U.S. and Europe cut Russia off from, you know, that that from the SWIFT network, and that left most Russian banks estranged from, you know, a network that was facilitating tens of millions of transactions every day. That forced them to develop their own versions instead, as did, you know, all the other countries who didn't really agree with the U.S. to be able to place these monetary sanctions or get countries to agree with what they were doing based on this this monetary things. So they say. A major driver of the plans uh, was the move by US and Europe to cut off Russia from the global financing messaging system known as SWIFT. The action left most Russian banks estranged from a network that facilitates tens of millions of transactions every day, forcing them to use and develop their own uh, versions. This had two implications. First, the US sanctions on Russia stoked concern that the US dollar could do more potentially, um, more permanently become an overt political tool, a concern shared especially by China and also Beijing and Moscow. In India, for example, it's been developing its own homegrown payment system that would partially mimic SWIFT. So it's kind of pushed these countries that didn't really agree with going along with this into developing their own payment systems. Second, the US decision to use the currency as part of a more aggressive form of economic statecraft puts extra pressure on economies in Asia to choose sides. Without any alternative payment system, they could run the risk of being compelled into compliance with or enforcement of sanctions they might not agree with and losing out on uh, trade with key partners. Sanctions just basically make it more difficult by design for countries and companies to remain neutral in geopolitical confrontations. And so this is the way the US dollar is going to fall down because people are just going to make better systems and not want to be a part of what's being forced on them over. So how does that speak to what I said? Uh, so let's review what I said. I said human beings need a power center. They need an authority. We haven't reached a level of consciousness yet where people are enlightened enough to self-regulate and, and define what is right for themselves. My evidence for this is the high percentage of people who took the vaccines and who still haven't woke up woken up even though it's almost being broadcast now in neon what's going on in the world and i also said that you know the global aspect of mercantilism will never go away we're going to continue to trade everything you just said reinforced that but it didn't address what you interrupted me to say oh i don't think that we really think should have these power centers i don't think we need these power centers we need to locally kind of organize ourselves but we don't need power centers dislocated from our unfortunately cortex I'm talking you are about in charge the reality of and human i'm talking about the reality of human consciousness at this state in our evolution and you're interjecting yep. with your ideal you i don't thought think you were talking about ideas of what's best Not and also there's a small group of people that like controlling other humans yeah, sure. That's that's shouldn't we where be reaching, the issue is. Shouldn't we be, we be reaching for what's best rather than trying to talk about what the, you think the people who, you know, inverted commas, controlling yeah, things well, are going to do next? Yeah. Okay, but so good luck let's trying look at to, it logically. Anyway, let's look at it logically, okay? So to run any industry, you have to trade. So let's say that you're the best uh, automaker in the world, and I would attribute that to the German and the Japanese now, Toyota, Honda, BMW, and Mercedes. But they have to import a lot of stuff to make those cars. That importation has to be in a regular sort of way. You can't really be hijacked. You can't have price fluctuations. You know, say what you will about the US and the British Empire since World War II and the Bretton Woods Agreement, it created a stability that allowed everybody to prosper. Was it brutal at times? Yes. 
Has the military been abused to basically aid Israel? Absolutely. It's been nonstop aid to Israel since the Cold War ended. So the question then becomes, who is going to maintain this? Like, what's going to stop somebody like um, Kim Jong-un, who, let's say he's selling steel to Germany to make cars? What, what's going to stop him one day from saying, OK, well, I'm just doubling the price now? Or, or or something like that where the power center represents the stability okay we are as much as you'd like to live in an ideal conception of what human beings are cortec we are a very volatile unpredictable and combustible species all of us as individuals and us collectively isn't that exactly why so, we, we, we can see that these power centers cannot not be corrupted isn't that more reason just to push for something better because we know well, they will be every I, time. I've never at any point in this conversation disagreed with you. I'm speaking about the reality of the situation, not my ideals. Okay, okay so... Why don't we start with ideals? No, we'll work backwards, see how to achieve them. At least we know where know we're pointing for. Are? You know what ideals are? They're anger in, in seed form. Just, you know, Joking pointing out where you want to get to. Paper. You're getting all crackly. It's about just kind of vocalizing where you want to get to and how much disparity there is from where you are and where you should be. Nothing complicated about that. Yeah, but you need good people to administer it. You need honest people. You this need what honest systems. These systems seem to be corrupted every single time because of the power involved. Well, what, what I would suggest is that when the centralized power that's been in place since World War II fails... You're going to see a lot more. Just look at what's happening in the West now with the failure of domestic um, law and order and th this sort of like carte blanche for people, you know, drugstores in San Francisco, you know, um, things like that. you can watch these videos daily of groups of people just going in and looting these places. The security guards don't do anything. The cops aren't called. I mean, Chicago, uh, as of this year, 2023, has waived bail. You know, you're not going to have to make bail for any charge except the most serious charges now, like murder, murder one. I have you seen know? that. I saw something like that recently, yeah. that a whole bunch of kind of minor charges were kind of being stricken. I don't know if that's just because Thank of pressure. Thank you for the corroboration. Let me get on to my point. Thank you for the corroboration. So what we're seeing is the collapse of civil order at the urban level. In, in Canada, in the United States, in, in, in Britain. Um, we saw massive rioting in France last week and the week before, right? So now take that basic model and make it global. What's going to happen when global authority and global law goes away? Hence, go back to my original question. This system has been made. This system has been maintained by a power structure that has been Rome, London, and Washington. And now it's, uh, now it's going to go away. So where is the power center going to be? Okay, so everything is being set up for one event. And that event is leadership of the world from Jerusalem. This has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. Solomon never even existed. There was no King Solomon. There was no first temple. You know, I, I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Maxwell. 
And he is more relevant now than any time in the 55, 60 years he was alive and speaking publicly. It's like now is the time to harvest what Jordan Maxwell was saying. He's on Spotify. Somebody gathered up all his material and created a Jordan Maxwell um, source on Spotify where you can go and listen to all his lectures. There's like 40 or 50 of them. Listen to the one on the Messiah and listen to the one on King Solomon's temple. Okay, so if none of these things actually existed, so you've heard the stories, you know, Caesar's Messiah, that writer who made the rounds in the alternative media. I think he got outed as a CIA dude or something. But, um, you know, Jordan Maxwell was saying for years that Abraham, Isaac and Jacob never existed. These are all fictional people. The prophets probably never existed. Isaiah might have existed. Okay. Isaiah, Billy Meyer and the Palladians lay claim to Isaiah. They also lay claim to Christ, if you've read Billy Meyer's material. But yet there's a concerted effort in the world by a lot of powerful secret societies to realize this, this dream in Jerusalem. So this is my theory. This is my working theory, is that we can also say that there are shadow forces that are collapsing the West. Easily, they don't yeah. have yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, you'd have to be you'd have to be an idiot to deny this now. OK, and again, this has nothing to do with anti-Semitism. Like ninety nine out of 100 Jews wouldn't have a clue what I'm talking about. OK, it's got nothing to do with somebody who goes to synagogue and and studies the Torah and worships God. And they're and they're fine people. This is something else. This is the whole Zionist thing. They're all in on it. OK, you know, <clears throat> Why did why did Joe Biden kneel in his own office when the pre, the president in between Netanyahu's two Netanyahu's back in but there was a short-lived uh, prime minister who visited Washington you can see it's like in the first 3 or 4 months of of Biden's um presidency and there's photos of the guy getting down on both knees and holding the guy's hands and his his eyes are to the ground I mean, these should be visual cues. I mean, mm. politicians speak visually, by the way. Like, remember that picture of Pope Francis beside Donald Trump? That, you know, the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words. That one was worth 10,000. OK, so they're up to something and they have a plan. We're not slipping into chaos. Well, it, it, they want us to think we're slipping into chaos. And um, as for Africa being a new power in the world, that will only be true if it's not run by Africans, which I think is the plan, which is why they're sending so many Africans to Europe. Right. So it's not really that hard to see what's going on to understand the specifics of it. it that's a bit more di difficult. You have to be an initiated insider. But for us lay people just observing the lay of the land. There's no way you can collapse the West without an alternative power structure. There's absolutely no way. Africa would go into chaos without any external UN policing force. The Western countries are the biggest financial providers of the United Nations. Who's going to pick up the tab for all those lazy bastards who have condos and apartments in New York to sit at those United Nations meetings? What about okay? NATO as well? Like yes. Yeah. What I'm saying, guys, what I'm saying is really think this through. I appreciate your ideals, Cortec, but they, well, they have no place in a 
table. Spain didn't have Maybe like a, Spain didn't have a prime minister <laughs> or a president or whatever over there for a matter of years, and their economy was doing better than it ever did. I'm just saying that the, these these things slow things down. Ooh. Spain, España. Yeah, yeah, and Iceland did without a government for a couple of years. They sacked all their politicians. It can be done. It can be done, but. The global system is still controlled by these very powerful money forces. Um, the um, oh, and by by the way, the IMF is in on BRICS as well. So the IMF the IMF isn't going anywhere. The Bank of International Settlements isn't in, isn't going anywhere. The World Bank isn't going anywhere. These are all highly corrupt institutions, and banking is the main. It is the rudder of the global plan. If the global plan is a ship we're all on, adhering to the whole maritime law, um, then the bank the banking is is the rudder. It steers it. You know, the events, the false flags that they create, that's the wind in the sails to keep it moving. But the direction it goes in is controlled by the rudder. And the rudder is still the banking system. And they're looking, we do see signs that they're looking to consolidate that and, and lock it in. Because when it goes to digital currency, it's locked in. You, there's nothing you can say to your government after the digital currency comes in. Unless you have your own food and water. You really don't have a voice anymore. They're just going to, they're just going to, we're getting hints of what they're planning to do now. Okay. And I'm... <clears throat> I'm not saying doom and gloom. I think ultimately, like halfway through the 21st century or three quarters of the way through the 21st century, we're going to step into the golden age. Like a golden age is coming. But the pus of the Kali Yuga or this Iron Age we're in, the zit's not fully popped yet. I don't think I don't think <laughs> and, it's bad manners to talk about the pussy zit stage. I think it's something that we have to do, you know, I think. I think we need to talk through it like this. What can we do to make it happen quicker? Stay what can alive we do to with 25. Our, what can we Stay do with 2055. What can we do with our banking yeah. habits that you know can can do this? Can we get away from our major banks? Can we join credit unions? Can we do things better? 95% of the time, chances are yes. You just haven't done it because you're so entrenched with the bank you've always been with. There's things that we can do, like move our banks, move our money so they've got less to play with and do these things. We need to get away from these kind of big tech organizations that have shown themselves to be corrupt to the core, like Star, Skynet, I mean, uh, Google. So get get rid of your Google account. Get rid of that. Get a, get a ProtonMail account that's actually secure and start from there. Don't support them and... Just do anything that you can. Over. That's one way of looking at it. Autonomy is the key, mm. both at an individual level and for the nations that want to come out of this. Like, if the new Italian prime minister is sincere in what she's saying, then she should be focusing on autonomy. We never, we never should have gone to this global trade before everybody had the same standard of law and rights. It wasn't fair to dump auto plants in the Philippines, in Juarez, Mexico. So and true. the effects it's had on this. Sorry, Cortec, go ahead. So, so true. So true. He agrees. Yeah. Oh, and even, like, even standard of living as well. Because yeah. Yeah, I've, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, globalization makes sense if it was done naturally. And what we have now is not natural. As you, no. you're basically explaining, well, like, 
how like America is a rich country and Mexico is not so much. And so that's why, you know, everything's made in China because it's, you know, I can pay my worker seven cents. And if you pay, you pay work in your own country, seven cents, you'll be brought up on charges, but it's okay. You know, when I'm uh, NBA stars, you know, like, um, we're, we're here to help the kids. It's like, well, your shoes were made by an eight-year-old girl. So <laughs> the hypocrisy is you know, very, very much alive. Mm. But, yeah, the, the, yeah, we don't have a natural globalism. It's forced as uh, and it's being pushed through in a certain way where a small group of people can control it at the end. And uh, they, they think we're useless eaters, and yet they're the same people that created the educational system that made us dumb down. Talking about useless eaters for a second, Bruce, can you give me your opinion on the Talmud and why this is not considered hate speech in itself? Well, it, it should be. Um, it's not considered hate, hate speech because it's discussed in private. Yeah, what about the bits like, you know, to eat with, you know, to eat with a goyim is like eating with a dog, to, you know, to kill one is, they, you know. By the way. They really live that. You know, my parents golfed for 20 years at a private Jewish golf club in Ottawa, and they were able to join other Jewish couples to form a foursome. You golf in groups of four, if you don't know. But in 20 years, over 20 years, they're never once invited to break bread at, at in the clubhouse with a Jew, with a Jewish couple or a Jewish family. They really do live that way. So, yeah, look. I mean, I don't want to go into this topic. I, I, I find that culture really to be the most offensive culture on the planet. Um, and that's including the uh, the pygmy cannibals in New Guinea. <laughs> and um, it really is an offensive culture. And a lot of people are cluing into that now. And but again, going back to what Monty said earlier, they got to have a card up their sleeve because they're not this stupid. And they're really kind of openly gloating now. Mm. You know, the number the number of rabbis on YouTube talking about the destruction of and it's not just white Christians, but that's the number one hatred for Jews because they consider Christ an apostate rabbi, basically. Okay, but I mean, it's everybody. There's rabbis on air now saying that Buddhism is idolatry. They should all be they don't deserve life. They should be killed. Hinduism is idolatry. And you got to wonder, like, how Asia and India is like, if they're hearing this or they're listening to it, and um, why they would be saying these things out loud. Because if they don't have the force to back that up, it's like you're getting, you're asked to getting, it's like you're asking to get punched in the face or something. So yeah. I, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand it. But it seems to me that everything that's going on in the world now is, 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 is from the Western perspective, anyways is steering us towards Jerusalem rule. And Netanyahu seems to be almost openly gloating about it. The defense minister he put into place when he formed his new cabinet is making the push for the third temple. He wants the Alaska mosque. Okay. And, you know, and I don't know what Jared Kushner did in those Abraham Accords, but they may have the support of, of some of the Arabic worlds. And basically, I mean, let's, let's just call this what it is. Okay. That in, entire Abrahamic system is just evil, Anunnaki, Saturnalian, satanic nonsense. All of it, okay? And it's been that way since the beginning. The Catholic Church existed 300 years before Christ. It was the universal Roman Church, okay? They, the Romans wanted to create a universal religion. So 
there seems to be at the end of this age of Pisces a push to get some of these things in place. Now, there's a voice we haven't spoken about, and that's God's. And for, and more than any other time in my life, I see God in the world now. I mean, I've always seen God in the world, but it's like flowers and beauty and mm. poetry. But now I see God, this like this this God force, like kind of stymieing uh, the negatives. I, I see the God force active in the world, the, the consciousness of God operating in some capacity, which is very unusual because God doesn't really do much after than give us the unconditional life of uh, gift of life and the freedom to live it however we want. Think how we want, feel how we want and act as we want. But we have to pay the consequences for everything we do. It's like a credit card. It's like giving a 14 year old a credit card and sending them to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and a TikTok account or a Roblox account. So, yeah. so um, but I, so I, I don't have any clue how this is all going to pan out. I, I do feel in my heart we're going into a golden age. I don't know how long it's going to be, and I don't know what percentage of the human race will make it. But it doesn't matter. You reincarnate anyways. Well, I mean, we all have to die. I mean, I got, I got thirty years left max. Um, you know, and so what's the big deal? You know, you have to die. And really, when you think about it logically, creating a better future for the human race to incarnate into is the ultimate spiritual war. And that's yeah. one I'm willing to fight. And this fight will probably not be like a sandbag fight with guns, but making like huge sacrifices in your own life so that the human race can go go forward. We have an opportunity to take this evil cabal out. We have an opportunity to end this Saturnalian control of this planet. This is what all the galactics are talking about, too. This is what Viking is talking about. There, there really is a genuine opportunity. Like a yoke could be coming off the human race that's been on us for not thousands, but millions of years. And this is an epic moment in human history. Yeah, whatever it costs, if it can make a better place for future generations, it's worth it, I think. Yeah. Apparently, uh, v apparently V's is like a house of cards. It's only being kept up. Visa cards only being kept up by its own debt and expect that. Don't be surprised if that crashes in the next year. Oh, Visa. Yeah, I don't know, but, yeah. you know, the financial thing has been the hardest thing to call in this roller coaster. I mean, I always point to the silver people and I say, man, you told me I would be a millionaire two years ago, three years ago in 2018. Where's my millions of dollars, man? Silver's still at like $24, $25 an ounce. It's not moved. Sure, it's manipulated, but the whole reality we live in is manipulated. It's magically manipulated. Well, yeah, I mean, we're coming up to the end of the show, um, and I just wanted to share very quickly because it's another Yellowstone uh, reference. Um, have you noticed the the western border of Montana looks like Joe Biden sniffing Idaho? It's a visual gag. Just check it out. Have a look at a map. You'll know what I mean. Say it again, Montana and where? The western border of Montana looks like Joe Biden sniffing Idaho. You'll have to go to a map to see it. Mapping? This is yeah. what we call free rant, people, in your head. Free rant. Right. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is it, Raz? Yeah, comedy. And I want my tablet and I want my uh, MacBook Pro pretty soon. I want my iPad and my MacBook Pro, man. I've I want to get back into reading, and it's impossible to find books over here, like actual physical books. 
usually when my son comes over, I have him bring four or five books. But I'm okay to read EPUBs, but it has to be on a decent-sized tablet, right? And I really like the iPad for reading so I can get back into books again and read all the books and buy all the books I want to read. As soon as they hide Pegasus on there, it'll be to you in a jiffy. Yeah, I'm going to buy those, um, that Pine, uh, that Russian series you were talking about as well and read them. Don't buy it because it's been edited. I gave you the original unedited versions. I can send them to you again. What's been edited in the new versions that have been published are the actual magic in the words this spelling thing that we do the you can put things in a certain why did they do that why did because the whole why were they edited that way oh because you know getting rid of our mentors and our magicians makes us only dependent on the government i saw someone on twitter actually um complaining about they're watching um disney plus or one of the streaming services anyway and they i can't remember what movie it was but they edited something out and it's like that's why people should buy physical media because you'll actually get the original uh stuff instead of as you know now you have those warnings like uh like um peter jackson's uh <laughs> so that, beatles Be- beatles documentary get back that yeah. had a warning in every every episode that start like uh this was my this is filmed in a different time and t- different uh um ideology and different v- uh, views and they had smoking too Ooh. apparently smoking has a is a health warning now because like they're smoking how's that <gasps> <I> know, right <laughs> That's what now every single book has a warning on the front of it watch out you may learn something basically yeah that's the thing like, like even like using and all over again you know yeah. smoking yeah they uh, frown upon smoking hard over there yes because they've actually made into law anyone born after 2008 cannot smoke mm. and i'm like good luck with that <laughs> they don't chop up with uh, tobacco anyway over there why would you chop up tobacco to smoke exactly you wouldn't if you're in New Zealand. No, you, you just open the packet and smoke it. Why would you need to chop up? <sighs> okay, okay. Yeah, I know you're talking about the illegal stuff. We're no, just talking no. about tobacco. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Your Honour, no, no, he did not say that on, on Global Radio. He wasn't referring to the marijuana. No. Mind you, um, if you do mix it up, it, it goes longer and you can get the nicotine high as you're inhaling through the bong. I don't know Allegedly. who could afford that these days where I know. tobacco is like 50, 60 bucks. This is like the Alco Pops thing. We'll just put Alco Pops up just so to turn the kids off. And so the kids just go off and they buy a whole bottle instead. Alco Pops never go down. Yeah, anyway. over there they were like, ooh, we're turning Maori's off of it. Have you ever seen one Maori yeah. in your life? <laughs> no, you're not. What are you going to do next? You know, increase the price of chips. Yeah. It's like, if oh, they could. <sighs> Air. Oh wait, that's carbon tax. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, they'll come up with that. You know, it was, it's the insanity would continue, but also there's going to be pushback. Uh, I like the example of during the Victorian election, where um, the illustrious leader that somehow got back in, so now Stockholm syndrome is referred to as Melbourne syndrome. Uh, he said that oh, the the alternative government, well, they're all full of racists and Nazis, and the head of the Australian ADL came out and said, "Stop saying that." You yeah. sound like an idiot. <laughs> I'm like, finally. 
because it's like, no, 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 no. I don't see anyone trying to build camps in Victoria. Now, some people may say, what about the quarantine camp? Yes, but no, let's not be too pedantic because my theme song's not being played. Still anymore, so. not ready. Yeah, yeah, no. God damn it. We only have it. Well, we're about 30 seconds to go. So any final thoughts? Dream the dream of peace, people. Hey. And enjoy the eighth color of time. I'm with Raz on that one. Yeah. yeah, just chill, chillax, be, bees and frogs, frogs dream and bees. Dream the dream, dream the dream of peace. We will be you back in six days. Day, yeah, well, I'm running. Thank you. I'm... I'll come up with something new to end the show. <sighs> Sol, come on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I have to say goodbye now because someone's eating up time. Thanks for that. I, I forgot it's not about me. Anyway, goodbye. we'll be back in six days and twenty-two hours. I love you from afar. Let's keep it that way. Human, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs>